Good morning. Morning, good morning. And good morning to our special guest today, Logan from Film Broadcast. Hello, how's it going, man? Hi, hi, guys. And, of course, welcome back to all you lovely listeners to yet another episode of the podcast that we entitle, David. Thanks, That's right, that's right. You're yeah. feeling a bit melodious today. That was a little bit more, uh, a little bit more musical than it usually is. Logan, a little bit, feel little special. Bit. <laughs> but how's it going, guys? Logan, welcome on the show. How are you doing, man? Yeah, welcome, welcome. Hi, uh, I'm back. I was on here a long time ago. It's been right. a little bit, yeah. All the way back. Yeah, when? I was on. I was in the Wes Anderson episode. Right. Oh yeah, that was a while ago. That was, that was like a, almost a year ago. Been like, probably longer. Oh, it was definitely longer because uh, oh, French yeah. Dispatch. And I'm was back to podcast in general because I don't. I don't think we've done. I've done a film broadcast in like a year. Jeez, the grind. You got to get back. Well, on. guess what? We're 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 bringing one. We're do. We're work. We're we're gonna do one. One's gonna be out by July for sure. That is exciting. That's in the coming months, though. That's kind of hype. That's yeah. Well, in the, within the next three weeks, I imagine it will be out. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, we're always yeah. happy to have you, David. How you doing, sir? Yeah, thank you so much. Doing, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. How are, you, how are you doing, Connor? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Hyped, hyped to finally be talking about a good movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> have you guys been talking about garbage? Well, so here's the conceit of the of the show. Since I I, I guess we can kind of update the world and Logan about what exactly things things become. We started it out <laughs> as just like we wanted to talk about movies in short in short form, um, and talk about <laughs> one at a time. But we've kind of it's adapted to become a show where we basically unbury movies that have gotten forgotten to time and talk about them and like okay. talk about like why they went missed why they've been forgotten usually because mm. they're bad like most every movie oh, yeah. we talked about has been forgotten because it was bad so <laughs> as a result we're sitting not here... a very interesting topic exactly so we just kind of sit here and yeah. talk about like crappy movies and we're like you the best movie mm. we've ever talked about has been twister like we don't oh jeez and that movie's mediocre i know <laughs> like that's the kind of conceit i like we had. the cows though so we had to bring in um, we had to do a good movie you know and i feel like yeah. the sheer... this was my suggestion right? absolutely yeah and i think yeah um it fits with our topic well because i feel like this movie has kind of gotten forgotten to time so i think it's kind of for good. shame by yeah, the way time... i agree like i think it's time we we was this uh... movie like ever like a big deal or like it certainly has a cult following because it is Sam Raimi. Yeah, right. I've I don't think it did very well when it came out. I no. do not believe it did well. I did but it has two office. sequels. Yeah, it does I have two sequels. Knew this. That's kind of crazy. Um, we've got we've got Darkman 2, The Return of Durant. Um, don't know how he returned, but he lived. He sure did. <laughs> and then we got the best title of all time, Darkman 3, Die, Darkman, Die. Um, <laughs> Where that title has um, only two words, but each word is said twice. So that's, that is pretty. That's pretty respectable, actually. That's, yeah. that's like getting Die mileage or nothing. Man, it's not even just called Dark, Die Dark. No, it's not called Die Dark Man Die. It's called Dark Man Three Die Dark Man Die. That's it's it's it reminds me of like a slasher movie's name, like the seventh sequel to yeah, a slasher. No. Movie. <laughs> well, of course, yeah, I have not seen. Carter, so if you hadn't caught our drift, we were going to be talking about Darkman, the 1990 Sam Raimi film. Um, yeah. <laughs> definitely one that's been lost to time. It definitely fits. But it was such a monumental, Herculean task to talk about a good movie that we had to bring Logan on to help us manage this. Yeah. So, so Pretty um, epic. Let's, let's start, as we typically do, um, I want to ask, because David is actually the <clears throat> only one of us who had not seen this until now. So I wanted to ask yeah, David... I'm... When I posed to you the idea that was like Logan pitched us doing an episode on Darkman, yeah. what did you think going into it? Like, what is yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I I had never heard of this movie. Um, I didn't know this was a Sam Raimi movie. Um, I, I didn't know, like, anything about it, you know, going into it. Um, I, like, I looked it up on the internet, like, right after you told me, and I was like, what is this? What What is this movie? It, it's not on any streaming services. Mm, like, it is not. Like, it was does this movie, the movie exists? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really think too much of it. I, I didn't read like any kind of synopsis of it or anything. Yeah. I, just, I just looked at the picture and I was like, all right, 
But then you start looking at the people involved, and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's got to say, uh, you like watch it. Like, wait, is that Liam Neeson? Like before he was even like well known at all. Uh huh. I don't believe this is Liam Neeson's first starring role, but no, it may yeah, as well. he's kind of bouncing. It around. may as well. No, but it may as well be. Right. Like every movie before this, were like just these random. I know this is technically kind of a small movie, but I mean, I looked at the box office. Okay, it, its budget was fourteen mil. Mm-hmm. Its first week, I think it grossed eight million or seven million. So yikes! Mm-hmm. But then overall, it got forty-eight point eight million. It did make its budget back, which is it did it did, but it's still not the that's not great. That sounds like a perfect recipe to have two straight to DVD sequels. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, we needed Robert Durant to return. I don't know what it would have done without that. Exactly. Yeah. Also, I wanna I wanna bring attention to the fact I I don't this is not related to the movie, but I find it interesting. Uh, Schindler's List came out in 1993, and in between yeah. this and Schindler's List, Liam Neeson did eight films, which I think is pretty yeah. respectable. I just wanted to yeah. share that fact. You. You yeah, but I think I looked before and I only found one movie he like was a lead. He was in a lot of movies before this. But I only saw one where he was billed first, and I don't know what the hell it was. Um, <laughs> I think that's best like fair. it wasn't like it wasn't like anything. It looked like it was probably like a small. Where is he from? Is he Irish? He's Irish. He's got a funny accent. I forget he, what he is. He's not American. Well, that's for fucking sure. <laughs> but I like I like movies like this back in the '90s when they um, cast someone with a really thick, unique accent, but never acknowledge that. Just like pretend they're American. I thought he was trying to do an American accent in this. Like, it seemed like in some <laughs> he scenes sure he was. Failed he yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> he sure Good job. That was the case. I think it depended on the scene. Like, sometimes it seemed like it was going American. Other times it just sounded like Liam Neeson was like, <laughs> he's okay. working on it. So, yeah. He did a bunch of stuff in the 80s. There's some Shakespeare here. He was in Excalibur, but he was not. Even like yeah, I remember, wasn't I first remember build. him in Excalibur. He was like he was in like yeah, like but five he's not first movie. build, and he's also not tenth. Oh, he's also not tenth build. He's not even so like he's you know yeah, he's he was, he was barely in it. In I the, remember him being in it. Though. I was like, yeah, hey, that's like he was in Crawl, in which he's like eighth build. Crawl. Oh my god, I don't know what the hell that is. It's Crawl's a banger. I love Crawl. Is it? Yeah. Okay, well, he was in that. It had a dope video game when it came out. Like, it had, Dan, like, a... it was in a movie with freaking Liam Neeson and Anthony Hopkins. Not Liam Neeson. What the fuck? No. It was Mel Gibson and Anthony Hopkins and Lawrence Olivier. That's but he was, like, still, like, seventh build. He was in yeah, um, The Mission. The Mission. I like The Mission. So... And the one movie he was leading was a movie called Lamb. What was it called? Lamb, like, like, bah, lamb. Oh, got you. Yeah. All right. Well, so, I mean, sorry, I went on that rant. No, no, it's all good. <laughs> um, I'm glad, I'm glad you, you taught us. You've, you've probably taught yeah. the audience more than me and David have taught anyone yeah. in the past, like, six mm-hmm. episodes. <laughs> Dude, I got my iPad. I got some research, man. Absolutely. Come on. So, well, uh, I, I, I want to ask you, I want to ask you, uh, what was, what were your, what were your thoughts? Uh, when, like, when did you first watch the movie? I watched uh, this for the uh, first time. I watched this, oh. I think, about a year and a half ago. I think it was early freshman year of college. So, probably around probably the same for me, actually. Yeah. Probably around the same time. Yeah. So, I would argue. I'm trying to remember, I think the context of me watching it was I think I was just going through, at the time, Peacock, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. what movies uh, are on here that like, scream this deserves to be on Peacock? You know, like something that's just kind of small and cool, but like not huge. And I see this movie called Dark mm-hmm. Man, and I'm going, okay, this has got to be something good, right? I kind of assumed it was, I was going in thinking it was going to be trash. So I was like, I'm going to go mm-hmm. in, we're going in. And not knowing at all it was Sam Raimi, not knowing anything about this, imagine being the, the culture shock of seeing Sam Raimi's name on it, and uh, Liam Neeson, and uh, Francis McDormand. Like, it's got quite the lineup. I was like, whoa! Um, but Yeah. Uh, I... On first watch, I, I like kind of love this. I love <laughs> how insanely comic booky this film is. It is so mm. comic booky, um, and yeah. not just any comic books, but like specifically like the the seventies and eighties sci fi comic books. 
Like when science mm-hmm. was like when science was basically magic and they were like they treated it like yeah. this really cool like mystery and like all the, there was the villain like the, the the cool gangster villain alongside the rich businessman villain and that was like they went mm-hmm. hand in hand together and it was there's so many like great comic books. I don't know if I'd call Robert Durant cool, but I, I would. I, I it, it's cool enough. He's the he's the violent type. You know? No, that man is popular. <laughs> uh, the coolest kind of thing on the top of the I was just going to say, so my, see, so yeah, I watched this almost exactly one year ago. I watched it in May nice. 2022. Um, I knew about this movie. Oh, I watched it on Star Wars Day. Huh. Anyways, um, I knew about this movie. I knew a lot about it because, you know, I just knew things. That's just how I am. Um, you know, Sam Raimi fan, still more small movies, but all everything I left is kind of all this boring shit. Although Simple Plan does look pretty good. Um, but yeah, uh, I knew about it. I went in, watched it with a friend, loved it. It's great. Um, you know, immediately, immediate 10, still a 10, <laughs> you know, 100, well, completely. Like, right. I don't know if yeah, I, I don't know if I give it an immediate 10 for me, but I do love oh, what it does. Yes. I really do. I think it's uh, so goofy. Anything lower than a ten is uh, Logan, Logan, I, I need I need to ask you, um why do you think it's ten out of ten? I mean I have my thoughts, but like I I wanna hear why you like, think it's ten. Name a freaking issue with it, bro. It's like everything <laughs> about it is exact no. Everything this movie wanted to do it does. It is a corny, melodramatic, over the top, like superhero movie. It's entertaining from minute one to the end. It's got a, it's got all these goofy set pieces, crazy ideas, made me laugh my ass off on multiple occasions. Has all these memorable moments, like when, um, when, uh, like just for just a random example, when um, Durant and um, Darkman are going through the revolving door and they both have the same face. It's just like it is that. so per- like it is. I, I have this at number two on my rainy rain. Um, nice. I have it above. I have it above all three Spider-Man movies. Uh, <laughs> like I love this movie so much. It's just everything I want out of a movie like this. Out of any movie, really. The Godfather would have been better if it was more similar to Dark Man. Like you know, <laughs> this is what this is what movies are made for. And with that, that's, with, with that, with I mean. that high praise, David, what did you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I I see where you're coming from. Um, I, I guess, like, from my perspective, I wasn't quite sure, like, what the direction this movie was even trying to trying to be. Um, like, some of the dialogue was just so easy. It's, like, it's so good. Like, no more Mr. Nice Guy? Really? Yes. That's what it's going for. That's the point. It's it's generic. Like, anything generic in it is in there in purpose. You know, like, it's... I know when people say that it's lame, but like my thought process on that is like if you're going in with the cringe, like if any cringe dialogue that's generic in this movie feels like a much. It doesn't feel like lame to me. It feels like it, it's a, like this movie is completely tongue in cheek, stupid melodramatic, right? Yeah. That's the greatest dialogue in any movie, man. Like I don't care what you say. Uh, I'll never forget take take the fucking elephant. Like you know, like there's so yes. many memories. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the dialogue is just—it's so cheap. It's so che- it's too Good. cheesy for me. It, it's too it's cheesy. Too lame. I I I I didn't like all the cheese. You know, like I I could I I could I wish there was a little less cheese. Um, I, I don't know. When did this movie come out? Like the nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. This was yeah. Raimi's follow-up to Evil Dead Two. <laughs> yeah, he did Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, and then this, and that was his that was his Holy Trinity startup. Well, you forgot, you forgot, you forgot about Prime Wave. I did. Oh well, we still got Prime Wave, which I have not seen, is between Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two. Gotcha. Oh yeah, I do remember seeing that on the filmography. Um, the Coen Brothers wrote that. And the Coen Brothers cameoed in this. Did you see that in the in the tag? I did not see them. Yeah, it's in like there, the cast list. Yeah, well, at the time, I don't know if they're still at this point, but when Evil Dead 2 and all that stuff was being made, uh, who was it that was all living in a house together? It was the Coen brothers, Francis McDormand, Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, and t- two other women. Can't remember who the other two that were living sure. with. Them. That's interesting. But they were both also actresses that are famous. 
They've all lived in a house together. That's kind of cool. That's insane. Um, <laughs> also, on the, while we're on the topic of good dialogue, because this movie has the best dialogue, I want to shout out another really great line. Um, when he's interrogating that guy, um, and he's like sticks him out of the manhole cover. And, <laughs> yeah, so the guy goes, the guy goes, I've told you everything I know. And Darkman goes, I know, but let's just pretend you didn't. And then he kills him. <laughs> it's so good. I know, right? I know you did. Oh, he's the best. I, I just, I love, I love the, the corny dialogue in this because like, uh, I, I do understand yeah. it being frustrating, but I love what it's going for because it goes for this like really odd, like kind of like the like I said, the the seventies and eighties sci fi thing where like every every character was really brooding, but like the world around it was so campy yeah. and over the top. And it was, it was really it was really great balance. I feel like you have been a very bad boy. Yes, that too. I remember that as well as the end. Yeah, like <laughs> on every punch, on every punch, he says that. Yes, it's like the word has this part. like it's it's very yeah. like self serious while at the same time being extremely campy. Like they do a really good job of oh. like balancing it in this bizarre kind of like trippy way. Like you're like you're losing your mind while reading a comic book or something. It's really funny, um, but I do get why it would be annoying. And um, I actually was thinking yeah, about this when it came it. out. <laughs> right, I was thinking about like um, I was thinking about like the timeline when this coming out because like I feel like. This movie is kind of a huge risk in assuming that the audience would be okay with something like that. Like, I was looking at the action movies at the time, mm. right? Um, there's um, the big action movies were like Die Hard and Rambo and Lethal Weapon. And barring some exceptions, most of those are pretty grounded. So it's not like yeah. it's, this was an obvious choice. Now, also, uh, I do want to note, though, uh, 1989 was Batman. That's so that's like the biggest, that's like the biggest it's Batman is how. This yeah. movie, the reason. From my understanding and memory, I don't have a source. I believe the reason this was even picked up was Batman. Which, they wanted if that's to the make case, they Batman. made this really quick then, because like Batman came yeah, out in eighty nine, yeah. this came out in ninety. So like I yes. feel like Well, Danny Elfman did the music. Right. So I I what I find did, interesting uh, about this like, one is it feels like, like that was the intention with this. Right. Like despite Batman being having just come out and being a hit, I feel like this mm-hmm. this feels like a, a a pretty huge risk in doing something like this because Batman is the only hint yes. that audiences would even like this. So in a way, I kind of dig that. I respect that. Like that's a really cool risk to take. Um, and make yes. it make it so campy. Um, and of course mm-hmm. they could trust that Sam Raimi would do something. People campy forget well. how damn campy Batman is. The eighty nine Batman. Is, that movie is not. That is a very unserious movie. <laughs> Yeah, people no, don't see. remember. People remember it being like, "Oh, it's just dark." No, it's fucking stupid, and that's great. Gotcha. Although it's not as good as Dark. No, no, right, exactly. Dark Knight, more like Dark Man. Huh. Am I right? <laughs> I mean, I'd rather watch Dark. I have Dark Knight at a six out of ten. I have Dark Man at a ten out of ten. So it's true, Batman. It really shows better. you where my taste lies. It really shows you where my taste lies. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what I, I what my priorities are. I want to tra- I want to shift over. So we've talked a little yes. bit about the writing of the film, but let's talk. We a little should bit talk about... about the movie. Yeah, let's talk about the meat, the meat and potatoes. Should go through the. Um, David. Should go through the. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it to David real quick because David's the most yeah. uh, critical. Um, taking aside the writing, David, what do you think of the movie as a whole? I mean, I mean, it was, it was, it was a. I mean, it's a solid movie. I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate the movie. I just didn't think uh, it was a masterpiece like you two said, <laughs> you know, like it, I, I just think it's, it's, it's kind of, I, I, I think it's, I think it's a bit outdated, I think. And I, I just think it was like the, the times of like when the movie came out, um, I, I feel like if you were to compare it to other movies of today, other superhero movies of today um, that are trying to be more, you know, comic booky. Say like, Into the Spider Verse. Like, I feel okay. like it kind of falls flat on its face, and like, at least trying to go for something like that. But I thought the movie was fairly entertaining. Um, I like Sam Neeson. Um, his performance is alright, I guess. Um, well, I mean, it would have been better if it was uh, the original intention was Bruce Campbell was going to play. Dark was Bruce Campbell going to play him? Nice. <laughs> yeah, that was, but unfortunately the studio would not allow it. Because for some reason the studios never wanted the best 
one of the greatest movie stars of all time to be a movie star. So, I yeah, you. that's. I don't know why. Like, he's like in no movies, and he's like the best. What's up with that? Yeah, Bruce Campbell's yeah. career kind of yeah. does exist because of Sam Raimi. Yeah, but I mean, he's incredible, and he's never utilized. In fact, is I can't is does he star in any other films that aren't Sam Raimi? Like as as a, the primary yeah, role? Yeah, Bubba Hotep. He plays um he oh, plays he a retired Hotep? Elvis. Like he he plays a retired Elvis hiding in a retirement home with a black man that thinks he's JFK, and they have to fight a mummy that's sucking souls out of elderly people's butts. Okay, you just made that up. <laughs> what? No, it's real. <laughs> it's real. You've never heard of Bubba Hotep? Bro? I, I know of Bubba that Hotep. Was that's exactly that's actually the plot. There's mummies ducking the souls out of elderly people's assholes. And and retired Elvis and a black man who said thinks he's JFK and says that the government peaked it over him. This is real. Um they have to go and beat the mummy. That's the plot of the film. Hey David. I yep. think I think I've got an idea for the next thing sting. Oh god. No. <laughs> no, it's good. It's a good movie. I like that movie. It does seem pretty good. Um It's fun. But yeah. Um I, I do I do in some in some ways do see where you're coming from, David. I do think um the the era that this that this movie take plays homage to is definitely like the comic book like the, the, that kind of comic books. And I feel like as we've kind of gone on with comic book movies, I think we've strayed farther from, like, the vibe of old comic books and went more into, like, the nitty-gritty of, like, what a comic book's trying to go for, like, the spirit of superheroes and all of that. I think <laughs> it's just kind of shifted in a different direction. I still do think Darkman definitely stands its own right as being, like, a an, like a testament to that era. I think there's this still... This movie's incredibly... Just gonna say that right now. Yeah, no, I get that, too. Like, I think a lot of... There's a lot of cool ideas in this that I think went on to inspire more comic books silliness like mm -hmm. stuff like i think i feel like there was stuff in this that i that i got the vibes from like um i mentioned it the first time i watched this but it reminds me in part of stuff like uh of like the early obviously the rainy spider-man but also like x-men and even this even the bad ones like hulk and spawn like i see bits and pieces of this movie yeah. and all of those too um in terms of ways to mm -hmm. ways of converting um ways of converting comic book movies to live or comic books to live action yeah. So, so yeah, okay. Oh, I'd like to. I think we forgot to talk about what this movie's about for the people that don't <laughs> even know what the movie is. We that's kind fair, of forgot about that part. Um, I think we should maybe go. I think I don't know how you guys usually do things around here, but I think if we kind of just roughly go through the plot and talk about some moments, see, like well, you finish your thoughts. But I think that's what we should do next. We've done that for a couple of movies, so we. we I think that would work style. well for this. I think that's the best way to talk about Darkman is to just go through the plot and just start sure. talking about all our favorite parts because it's very much yeah, a think, parts David? type movie. David, what do you think? David doesn't think. Yeah, yeah, we can go over it. David's falling asleep for a second there, no worries. Well, David no, no, no. does not. I think I think David's getting ready because he realizes he's gonna have to like defend his points some more. So he's getting like his art. He's getting. His oh, you're ready down to defend. You you're you are welcome to defend your points that are wrong. It's okay. <laughs> no, I'm I'm fully ready to defend my points. Let's talk about no. the movie. So yeah, okay. So this... I'm gonna go on Wikipedia and look at the plot description. <laughs> I, I mean, I, yeah, I just watched the movie like two hours ago, so I, oh, you you can help too. But yeah. I, I'll still just as a reminder, I have it up, and I'll I'll spectate. <laughs> yeah. So basically, from what I gathered from this movie, um, no. it's about like the scientist guy, um, Peyton Westlake. Yes, Peyton uh, Westlake, <laughs> who Westlake. Uh, yeah, you didn't watch it. No, I did. I did watch You've been it. Lying. I did, I did no, watch no. it. I watched it. I watched it two hours ago. You take my letterbox. Um, I okay. Anyways, so this movie is about this scientist named Peyton Westlake, who uh, gets into a kerfuffle with some goons, and um, he ends up getting like badly injured and burned, and he is now on a quest of vengeance. Yeah, to yeah. stop these goons and uh he, he's also like in a relationship with um uh I don't know, I don't know. 
I don't huh? know her name. I have no idea. It was Probably Julie. Her name's Julie. 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 That's it. Julie. A girl named Julie. Um, who I think is an attorney. I, I, yeah. I wasn't quite. Sure. Yeah. Something. Along yeah. Um, and he tries to like rekindle his relationship with her. Um, throughout the movie, and like, like the thing he's been working on since the beginning of the movie has is like this uh, uh, machine that's able to like clone different body parts so like he can make uh, like a, the idea is like it's synthetic skin yeah synthetic like skin. skin only lasts 99 minutes under in, in light it has to be in the dark the right part. exactly and when, that, and when that fact is revealed when it's revealed that it, it only can survive 90 minutes in the light and it's the dark that keeps it going he drops probably another one of my favorite science yeah, lines was, when he's referring to the dark. Like, he goes, ah, darkness, what secrets do you hold? I'm like, ooh, I, I, I like that. Uh, That's angsty. What <laughs> it's so good. Um, I'd like to add another detail about him getting injured. This, this was the note I wrote because I was trying to explain this in my brain. So let's talk about quickly while we're doing... So he gets injured, right? But he... Darkman does have some very unique, I guess you could call them superpowers. Um, so he does not, he was given a radical surgery after his burns that cuts his nerves and he doesn't feel pain. And the doctor explains um, that he has no tactile um, sensation and it could cause him to go crazy. Um, it also gives him enhanced strength somehow, um, him not having pain. Due to adrenal overload, according to the Wikipedia, um, so he can get really. But yeah, he now he's he's a, so basically he's crazy and wacky um, because of this. He does not feel pain and also is strong. That is, and, and that is from them saving him. They managed to create this miracle. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like. Yeah. Eat shit every other superhero. Like, come on, <laughs> you're not yeah. trying hard No one has better superpowers than Darkman. Like, this is the greatest set of superpowers any superhero has ever had. Also, I like I like this superpower for another. I feel like I don't know if it was an intentional reason, but I feel like it explains a little bit why he can just like you know wear the synthetic skin on his face because like he doesn't feel pain, so he can just like rip any part of his face if he needs to and just put on a new face in its place without any problems. So I guess that explains that little that little plot hole. So I, I do kind of yeah. That I mean, too. hey, it's no different than like Space Off, where um, John Travolta and Nicolas Cage literally couldn't have more different face structures if they tried. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's Space Off. That's, that's Space Off. This is Dark Man. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm allowed to make you. connections. Come on. I get you. Um. So, so okay, where were? Um, we were just kind of we we got this general plot down. I think there's we didn't get yeah. any like specifics. Uh, yeah, I want. Okay, I'm gonna talk about the best thing in this entire movie now. <laughs> there is a man who has a fake leg, which is actually a gun, and there there is a part when so it, you first see it at the beginning. It's they get searched and then he has this. But the my favorite part is there's a part right when Dark Man himself is getting attacked by uh, Robert G. Durant and all his goons, right? There's a part where he's looking around at all the guys like who are like looking at him menacingly, and it just cuts to him looking at the one guy just hopping on one leg with like a big yes, grin Yes, I do face. remember that. Yes. He's like sitting yeah, there trying to get his balance. Which made me laugh out loud so much. It's like, like, does he just hop around whenever they need a gun? Like, what is even the logic behind that? <laughs> I love it. It's so great. Right. Um, How do you even come up with that? <laughs> I, I like that scene too because that's like the first scene of the movie, and it's like the it's the trendsetter. It's like the movie begins, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's just a it's a crime movie, okay. And then really? suddenly whips the guy's leg off and starts shooting people with it, and you're like, oh, wait, and it's that kind of movie. He just hops around. He just hops around on one leg. It's so funny. Right. <laughs> and then after he's done shooting everybody, yeah. he's still hopping, and the one dude just shoots his arm yeah. out so he can hold onto his arm. Also oh, classic. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and he very, he very, like, he's like, what? like, the arm's out, just like, like, it's like so cool. Like, here, I'll hold you up, buddy. It's so great. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. This was also the, introdu the introduction to the character of Durant, who his... The stick, greatest character you know, his of all time. Besides being the bad guy, is that he oh, collects yeah. people's fingers. fingers, 
which with is... A, with a cigar, cigar, uh, cigar um, cutter. Yes, which I, I realize, looking at the cigar cutter now, I, how did anybody use this for cigars and not cutting off fingers? Because, like, holy crap, yeah. like, that's exactly what that thing is made for, I mean, cutting fingers. There's a cigar cutter in my house. I have one. I should go cut someone's finger off with that. <laughs> well, I don't think that's an advisable thing to do, but I do recognize that. That's you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> that's an accident waiting to happen. How about that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> not an accident if you do it on purpose. Uh, we here at ThinkStick are not responsible for any missing digits that may appear in your <laughs> general vicinity. <laughs> but... Better watch out, David. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, this is what you get for saying dark man is just okay. Uh, what it's other what really... other highlights are there, David? What what other things stand out to you since you haven't said anything in a while? Yes. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Um. Let's t- let's talk about <laughs> talk about the characters a little bit. Talk okay. about talk about uh. I'm talking about Robert G. Durant. Real real quick. A little bit more about him besides his finger cutting habit. Yeah. That's about all he's got. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. There's not a ton. This I think I think one of my my biggest uh, problems with this movie is the lack of character development in nah. every character in this movie. <laughs> no one in this movie has character development whatsoever. Nor should any. Nor do they need character development. I I feel like you two who are both very big in 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 movie culture. Should appreciate character development in this movie. I mean, not reading a book here. Severely, I feel. Um, I find there are movies that if they don't have good character development, the movie falls flat. And I find that there are movies where if they don't, it doesn't even matter at all because that is not why you're watching the movie. And I find Darkman, I don't care about fucking what Durant's fucking character development is. I don't care about that. I care that he cuts people's fingers off. He's a bad dude. Darkman's got to stop him. That's all I <laughs> You know? Um, the thing is, like, the thing is, like, with Darkman, is that, like, if, if like, I read, like, the, like, the cover, like, if you look up, like, Darkman, it's something about, like, hold on, wait. Oh, it's a great tagline, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, a tagline. It's, like, they destroyed yeah, everything up... he had, everything he was. Now crime has a new f- uh, enemy and just has a new face. Oh, right? that's so badass. That, that's, that's the tagline of the movie. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so you think like, okay, Dark Man, he's a, a vigilante of some sorts. Nope, he's not. He's just some yeah, guy who wants revenge. Yeah, like, well, it's Liam Neeson. What the hell else is he going to do in the movie? He has no <laughs> problem with killing people. He'll just, nope, he'll just, he'll just kill people. He has it's no problem with it. It's because the surgery made him crazy, David. Come on, <laughs> man. You're not up here. It's explained in the fine print. You think, you think, think maybe, think maybe he, he, have, he have some sense of, 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 of his human side left? or, But but no. Nah. He's just he's just a crazy guy. That's kind of what I love about him. He, like, compare this to any other, like, anti-hero. Because he's an anti-hero, right? Yeah, he's an anti-hero. Compare this to any other... They all have like this sense of morality to them, right? Not Dark Man, and that's almost what makes him better. It's like unique. Like he's just ruthless for no reason. It's hilarious. He's such a dick. <laughs> that's the best way to put it. Dark Man's just a dick. Like he's like literally such a dick. And I kinda love that for him. Like he doesn't care what anybody thinks. He's just gonna do what he wants. I love him. Okay. I don't like for Hold me, on. I think me and you obviously get right. Oh, Go ahead. I wanted to point out one thing. I the, yeah. the fact that you mentioned that he's a dick, I would love. I, I feel like a missed opportunity to make a joke in this movie would have been at the very end, where like where one of the bad guys is like, "You're kind of a dick, man," and he like turns to and he goes, "No, I'm Dark Man," and the movie ends. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. I mean, that ending monologue was. It was silly. good. You're right. It was silly. <laughs> if we're talking, if we're making fun of writing, that's fair. But I feel like that ending monologue was pretty epic. Um, also, I do want to quickly, I want to uh, mention yeah. something about uh, David's point. Uh, yeah, I, I do see where he's coming from, and I think, I, I agree with some characters. I think, uh, oh. I think specifically um, everything to do with um, the the girlfriend and her boss, who was like the, uh, the, the guy who was trying to build the city and all that, the, the drag. I think, Crack. yeah, him. 
I think that those two characters kind of got shafted in terms of any sort of anything going on with oh, them. Yeah. They, they just existed in the mo- in the story, and they implied a little bit, like, they implied that they had some sort of, like, weird r- romance, and there's that line where the bad, guy, bad guy was like... They are plot pieces. Yeah, right. And I think really. having those characters be that way was... I, I, it could have been more interesting, and I kind of wish they did, because I, I, I wish guess. those characters had more depth. So I agree with you there. But I do understand as well. I, I can't agree with disagree. Point. I can't I do agree with Logan's point that, like, in this kind of movie, there is absolutely no need to go that dark and that deep because you know what you're coming into. Like, it's a, it's a silly comic book movie. I want to see a man being chased by a helicopter and hanging. Like, that's what I'm watching. I'm watching Darkman for crazy scenes and, like, all these stupid lines. And, like, dude, we haven't even gotten to the most iconic scene in this film, the scene that most people would know it for. Which is the pink elephant? Which we'll get. I'm gonna yeah, say right. we will, we will. But you know, like that's why I'm watching Dark. Like I'm not watching Dark Man. Like I'm not saying you're wrong for wanting the characters to be more developed. I'm not. Like you, like you, like a lot of movies. With when it comes to movie opinions, sometimes it's just what you want or what you're getting out of a movie is very different. Like I, of course, appreciate character development in a in the right type of movie. And in this movie, I don't know if it needed it. If anything, I feel like if they developed the characters too much, it would have made it worse. I know that's a weird thing to say. Like how um, so? Like how would how would it like to turn? I just not. I don't know. Like the pacing is so solid that if they just spend more scenes of them talking and like developing, then like I feel like the pacing would be because it's not like I'm not. I don't. I'm not watching it to learn about Darkman's girlfriend. I just care. She is um, a nice. She's a knife, and she's being taken aback by a bad. And that's all. That's the plot. That's what I need to know because all I care about is Darkman getting revenge and fighting people and losing his sanity. I do um, also. I do also I recognize find, too yeah. that like. Um, Sorry, I talked about. No, no, it's all good. I was. I wanted to agree with your point because, like, I think, uh, like, if, if the movie is kind of going for that comic vibe. I think. Um, if you had an entire scene of characters talking about their emotions that go on a little too long or having too much of like a, an arc like that, that distracts from yeah. what the movie's doing, you sure. start this to stop like feeling like a comic minutes. book. Cause like, you don't want, you never want to read a comic book where like all the, all the scene is, is just text. Like you never want to yeah. see that in a comic. So you want to like slow down. I mean, or just I'm a one piece fan, so I don't know if I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, David's Red Bull piece too, so I guess maybe maybe yeah. I, maybe I'm out maybe I'm out of my lane. But like I feel like uh, no, I feel wrong. like going for a comic book vibe. The longer you yeah. spend on non comic booky things, the more likely the audience is going to detach and then be like, "Oh, but this isn't a comic book anymore." Now you're just at now the you're same time. Like character development can be done in these type. Like look at the even the Spider Man trilogies have right. a lot more character development. Sometimes I'm gonna be honest. This is a hot take. I love those movies. I really do. But I find some of the, like, the, the character development scenes, whenever he talks to Aunt May, and, like, I think he does it in all three movies, it's, like, are, like, the worst scenes in those movies. <laughs> but at the same time, there's some scenes in those movies that are character development that are good. It can be done, right? I also think, I also think but Spider-Man think is I'm, more grounded. Yeah. I think those movies are a little I less I also think Sam Raimi ones. just isn't, that's not what Sam Raimi is here to do. That too. Sam Raimi isn't here to develop characters. That's not what his place as a movie maker his best movie, possibly the best movie ever made, Evil Dead 2, got no character development, nor does it need it, you know? Sure, I get you. That's I, not get, a I get both perspectives, like, honestly. Legit, maybe the best movie. Legit, maybe the best movie. I haven't seen that movie in years. I gotta rewatch the Evil Dead movies. I saw it in theaters the other day. Nice. Bro, if, I, if I'm trying to watch a movie that doesn't have character development, I'm gonna watch Richie Rich. <laughs> Richie Jesus Rich? Christ, Richie Rich? I haven't thought of Richie Rich. I used to watch the Richie Rich uh, cartoon. That half half the episodes were Richie Rich, and the other half was Scrappy. But n- without without the whole gang, it was just Scrappy, Scooby, and Shaggy. Oh yeah, I remember when that, that was, was a thing. thing. Yeah. The Scrappy. No, it was like the Scrappy and Richie Rich show. It wasn't even like Scooby Doo. <laughs> Dang. No, I mean, I, I understand your point there, David. I do understand Richie Rich yeah. is very similar to Darkman. <laughs> But like, uh, oh, for sure. It was the same movie. I like when Richie Rich kills people mercilessly. Right. <laughs> Actually, Richie Rich grows up to become the villain in this. You know, the rich dude who you know who was trying to build the city. That's just adult yeah. Richie Rich. So, here's what I'll say: 
there is a character that I think does get development, and that is Darkman. Of course. I think Darkman is the only character with a character, um, in all honesty, and that's okay. Darkman is interesting enough. So his whole dilemma is he's ugly as fuck. Ugly motherfucker. He's not happy about it, right? I'll start it. Not as ugly as he thinks he is, I'm going to be honest. But, you know, it is what it is. And so he runs around with bandages like the Invisible Man. And he wants, and his uh, girlfriend thinks he's dead. And, like, his whole anguish is he wants to, like, be able to be with her. And and he's working on developing a face replacement for him, like, with his 99-minute skin. And it takes a long time. He finally does it, and they go to the carnival. I just want to. I want to get this scene out of the way. Um, There's a lot. So they go to the carnival together, and it. Oh my god! This whole thing, not just the pink elephant. There's so much to go over. I don't even understand. It's so strange. So they're at the carnival. They're on like the Ferris wheel, and they keep showing like these weird fisheye lens, like weird things of all these clowns, right? Mm-hmm. And there's this some, but they, you know, they're having the time, they're chatting, you know, whatever. And then it's time for Liam Neeson to play the um, carnival game. Um, so he's throwing balls that you know at the three milk 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 cartons. You know your your standard carnival game I've never seen in real life, but I've seen a million times in movies. And he hits it, <laughs> and the guy's like, "Wait, you stepped over the line? It doesn't count." And that makes Liam makes Darkman really, really, really mad. Like, yeah, like I mean, to I'm... be fair, that is kind of bullshit. Like he won the prize. It's not yeah. like the oh, elephant sure. market is like struggling. It's not like you're gonna sell those no, in the no, black no. market but for he gets more. So I mean, so he's like going, I was like, I want the pink elephant, please. I want to be saying it over and over and over again. And he goes, fuck you. And then the guy puts his fingers on the dark, dark man and he freaking breaks his fingers, takes the elephant, and then the strange, I don't, you can't describe this in, in words, what happens. He gets like fire in his eyes and then he, the background turns into a green screen and everything breaks apart and he has like a crazy vision where the whole scenery behind him breaks apart and then all the clowns are laughing, breaks the guy's fingers, he's like, take the fucking elephant! And he runs away because his skin starts to pop. And that's the scene. <laughs> that's I mean, that's pretty that, that was a scene in that the movie. My that was a scene in the movie. Yeah. Right. Uh, There's also a couple, one more thing I wanted to mention in that scene, which I think... Yeah. Uh, it brings on to a point that I, um, I, where I kind of agree with David in some sense. There's a scene right before this happens when he wants to confess to his girlfriend that he's ugly now. And the yeah. reason he doesn't is because he sees, like, a carnival barker whip out, like, this oh, ugly yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. And he's like, freak. look and laugh at the freak. And all the kids are laughing at him. Like I, I love that part. That so is funny. funny. That is funny. But I... I feel like that yeah. one is that bugs me because that's like such a literal interpretation of his struggle oh, yeah. that I'm like, okay, like I understand why you did it, but like part of me is like, that's really stupid. Like you didn't need to. Sam Raimi, this is going into my point. Sam Raimi can't think of metaphors. It's impossible. <laughs> Everything's got to be literal in your face. I'm serious. Everything in a Sam Raimi film has to be literal in your face. Like look at the Spider Man movies, Evil Dead, anything he's made that you've, right? It's it never changed. Even like look at uh what's that? What's the later horror movie he made with the button? Uh, Can't remember the name of it. Yeah, even that, that is one of those like everything in that movie is so literal and so in your face, and that is what he does. It is called right? Drag Me to so Hell. So for me, as, no, no, that's what I mean. He is one of the most unsubtle men ever, and I, I love that. I love that about it. He should not be subtle. He should he 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 should do his own thing. He doesn't want to be subtle. That's not what he's going for, right? Right. Also, oh, yes, also, it is extremely a, I want to find a carnival like that nowadays. Like, why can't yeah. I go to a funky carnival with clowns and roller coasters like that? And, and freaks. And freaks. <laughs> I want to go laugh at the freaks. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, someone's going to show up and cancel the carnival barker. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't think a carnival like that would survive nowadays. No. Laugh, if, if we, people are all like supporting the freaks now like come on yeah <laughs> okay don't call them freaks you're right it's, what the fuck? it's, it's, uh, it's physically challenged so people. other things so it's actually really important to point out that part of dark man's the best way to put it part of dark man's hero arso is that he can recreate other people's faces and basically just troll them um like with that one bald guy, oh my god, everything he does with him is so funny. Oh, when he uses <laughs> his identity, yeah. Oh my god, he, so he takes his identity, 
locks them in his room, and then he goes to a money pickup and just takes the money. And I think he buys plane tickets with the money. He doesn't even use the money. And puts the plane tickets... This is his way of killing this man. He puts the plane tickets in a suitcase in the man's room. And so when Robert G. Durant himself shows up, he's like, oh, wow, you stole my money. And then he throws him out a window. And that was his way of killing this guy. And you're like, oh, so Darkman's whole thing is he, he sets people up to be killed. He doesn't kill anyone. No, because he did also just throw a man's head out of a freaking manhole. He just decide, he just does whatever he fucking wants. He, Dark man plays by his own rules, you know? That's what I appreciate about him. About him. He's a man with uh, his own his own morals or whatever, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I agree. <laughs> yeah. no, and I also, I, I want to go back and apologize for my dumb joke earlier. But regardless, um, yes, yeah. I do agree with that. I, I love that kill. Um, because it, yeah. it's, it got to the point in the movie where, like, usually it's like the, it's a second act run before they get to like the story gets going. So it's like, okay, we need to stall yeah. a little bit. But he decides to stall by testing his technology on like one of the goons and just mentally torture yeah. him before you kill him. I think that's such a bizarre way to oh. do it. I'm like, all right. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, and yeah, so then the only thing I can complain about plot wise. So there's this whole thing with Chinatown. I don't even know, really know what's happening there. Oh, he's getting the money. Really he's getting him the money. Yeah, getting the money. And then, so yeah, and then, yeah, my favorite scene that I've already mentioned. I know I've said that five times, but there's so many favorite <laughs> scenes. There's so many good scenes. No, it's just, it's such a dumb gag. It's like a freaking Buster Keaton gag. It's so silly. Is when, um, it's to the both of the Robert G. Durant's, they're in the freaking uh, revolving door. It's like, no. Under it. No, under it. Shoot him. No, it's me. Like, it's like the dumbest shit to put in this R rate. This is R rated film, it is, right? Yeah. Like, it is. And it's so silly. <laughs> and that's what I love. Like, it's like no other R rated movie is going to put a scene like that in it. Like, hey, who else but Raimi? <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, he made the best movie of all time. He knows what he's doing. Right. No, I get that. Like, it's, it's definitely got some, it's definitely got some extreme camp level in it. Um, that's what makes it great right um that's why spider-man 3 is so much better than people give it credit for i actually i just got around to agreeing with you on that i just rewatched it the other day um and yeah, no, yeah. It, it's, it's it's not great like there's definitely it's problems, a funny it, no it is great there are it's a nine out of ten for me i would say I, that there's david there's keep in mind i rate movies very highly yeah i've noticed <laughs> Yes, evidently so. Dark Man. Spider Man one's an eight out of ten. Spider Man two's a ten out of ten, and Spider Man three's a nine out of ten. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, that's Batman, I think. But okay. no, 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 no. I mean, the the Venom theme, where it's like bum, 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 Oh yeah. I said one. Venom. That right? Yeah, that. Venom. Gonna get him. That's a good. That's a pretty good theme song. Yeah. That's a classic one. Um, but uh, let's say focus on Darkman. So, uh, uh, David, you've not mentioned anything in a while um, because you've been talking about how yeah. good the movie is. Um, yeah. what are, also, there's me. I never shut up. Sorry. How about this? We'll do a trade. Uh, David, can you tell us what some things you enjoyed about the movie? And then, conversely, me and Logan will talk about something that we thought was less than good. So it's a trade. Uh, I got nothing, but go <laughs> then Maybe it. just me. But <laughs> if you want to start, David, uh, let us some, yeah. say something you enjoyed. That we haven't mentioned before. Um, something, something I, I guess, enjoyed about this movie. Um, I, I, I thought it, I thought it was pretty entertaining. Um, at first, I wasn't really sure what was going on, but then, like, once I kind of got like the, the idea of what was going on, like, I, I kind of got pretty interested pretty fast. Um, I was think it's kind of interesting how they took like the, the anti-hero approach, even though like. I never really felt like he had a reason to become like an anti-hero. It, it it works, I guess. Um, and you know what? I'll I'll take it. I mean, like I said, I was I was fairly entertained with the movie, um, even though like I did think the dialogue was way too cheesy. Um, I, I I I enjoyed it sometimes. I was like, man, no more mystery nice guy. I can't believe it's other than the movie. Uh, <laughs> That was pretty ballsy of them. Um, so yeah, I, I I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, uh, that's that's what I liked. A bit of a backhanded compliment, but I'll take it, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
right. Um, yeah, no, that was not a compliment. Come on. It's all good. I, I understand. I can be tough to compliment <laughs> movies you're not uh, huge about. So I will say some things that did mildly irk me. Um, I, I don't think this is a... I, I, I'm not on Logan's level of hype. I do like the movie a lot, but I don't think it's a masterpiece. I think there are some things that bug me. I don't think it's a masterpiece. I, I, I do it. think the live-action cartoon stuff can get a bit much. Like, uh, there is the line between comic book and cartoon, and I do think this one kind of rides, rides along the edge a little too much. Um, uh. And I do kind of wish... something. I, I, I guess this is less what the movie does and more what the movie doesn't do. But I really would have loved to have seen more use of the fact that he could do it, like that you know he could still stay the face on in the dark. Like I wish he played around more, and you went from light to dark a lot more. Kind of got to play around with that, um, because he is dark, called Dark Man, but for the most part he's just running in the light until uh. he can't anymore. Um, kind of like a vampire. Uh. So like I think I could imagine more fun being uh, coming from this, and I uh, so I, there there are parts I wish it could have done more with, you know. Um, and like I said before as well, Frances McDormand subplot. I wish we got more of, more of. I wish she had more involvement oh, no. in the story. Um, I also would have. <laughs> I love the. I love the fact that there is the evil businessman who has like the gangster mobster guy. He pays off to like protect him and stuff. But at the very end of the movie, it just becomes like a fight between Darkman and this business <gasps> guy, and the business guy somehow oh, like beat the crap so out of Darkman. As fun as it yeah. is, I feel like it, it felt less like it was something they built up to and more like Dude, an obligation. They're fighting on freaking construction girders. Who cares? That's cool. You're right. <laughs> I just, I, it, does, it does feel like the contractually obligated conclusion where the, the business guy needs to fight him because, you know, someone needs to fight him. But Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, um, Durant blew up in a helicopter in maybe one of the best scenes in the movie. Which honestly, that is probably the effect that is Age of the Worst. It's got some okay effects in it. Oh my god, when he's hanging from that helicopter, yikes. yikes. Wait, holy crap, but, we have, we just forgot about one of the best effects in the entire movie. How have we not mentioned this up to this point? The scene but, when Frances McDormand sees the apartment explode, and it transitions uh, from her wearing that clothes to her funeral clothes, and she's at the funeral. Oh my that god, that was so cool. was so fun. I'm like, it, it looked horrible, yeah. but it was great. <laughs> like, it was cool. No, I mean, the effect of this movie looked really bad, but that just adds to the charm. <laughs> um, no, really. Like, I mean that. You know, like, it sounds like a bad kind of combo, but it's not. Um, this is an old movie. The budget obviously wasn't that big. I think I said it was like 13 mil. Yeah, 14 mil. That's not that much for a superhero movie, even in that time. Um, that's really not that big a budget. And they did. They did what they could with that budget. They used the budget, you know? Like, Darkman's face looks amazing. Like, the effect. Like the effect uh, makeup on it. That's great. Um, dude, like, I'd say probably the funniest effect is when Darkman explodes out of the um, and he flies into the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. It looks so funny. I do, I do like the makeup on his face. Um, but, mm-hmm. but the teeth <laughs> look really funny. In some scenes, yeah. it's very yeah. obvious the teeth aren't in his mouth, they're on the outside of his yeah. mouth. So he looks like a Muppet uh-huh. with teeth. I think I do kind of like that. That's pretty rad. Like, yeah. go, I like, go like crazy. anything you can insult it by, I probably would agree and still say, but I, that's bad, but I like it. Like, that's one of those movies where I just love everything about it. Right. Um, yeah, I definitely, there's definitely a level of like, you have to accept the insanity in a way. Um, and everyone's, uh-huh. everyone's ability to accept that's going to be different. Yeah. Like when he says night after skinless night, Jeez. I don't know, it's just a good line. Right. So, yeah. uh, I will I'll, I'll conclude with one more question that I feel will is a little goes a little bit beyond the movie. I want to ask, so what are your guys' theories as to why this one has kind of gotten lost to time? You know, like, why is it that this one isn't isn't held in the regard that the Raimi Spider-Mans are, or really any superhero movie of the 90s, which was not a competitive time to be a superhero movie. So, like, why is this one kind of forgotten? David Brain and doesn't like it. <laughs> and they're all losers, like David, who doesn't like Darkman. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, didn't, I didn't bring Logan on just to persecute you, I promise. <laughs> That's just my sense of humor, kind of nonsense. <laughs> so Logan, no, start since you're uh, You don't know my... No, no, David doesn't know my sense of humor nearly as well. So maybe I should be being so mean. Um, I, I really don't care whether you like the movie or not. It's just being stupid. 
that like if this movie came out later it may have garnered more attention but I just think uh, like the times well I don't know it, it I, I don't think it would have been well received but I, I definitely think people would have oh, actually I don't know it probably probably would still be forgotten I don't know I, I think I think I don't times this movie's not really that relatable to many superheroes this movie feels much more relatable to like a. Oh, there was an era after superhero after Batman came out, where everyone was trying to do Batman, and from what I haven't seen most of them, from what I understand, they're all horrible. Like they're all like I think that that's like an unknown thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're all like like there's like oh it was like the Sparto for them. I think that might have been Alec Baldwin. Like they were trying to bring all these up, there was like the Phantom, I think, which is like one purple guy that predates uh, Superman. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was trying, and Darkman came up right after Batman, and that's great. And I, maybe it gets lumped in with those other movies. Yeah, um, I, I, I can see both of those for sure. Um, I, I have a couple think, theories uh, to it as well. Well, first and foremost, something I didn't realize. This movie is not based on a comic book or like it it's based on an original idea from Sam Raimi. Uh-huh. So that's I wouldn't say that's a strike against it, but that already kind of shows that there isn't a confirmed audience for this for some even even something like Spawn uh-huh. and Hellboy. Like despite them not oh, yeah. being as big of comic books as Marvel and DC, they still had bases to fall back on, but Darkman didn't. So I already think that might be it might have been a small problem, but I also think bigger, kind of expanding what Logan was saying, and yeah, to an degree what Dave was saying too, I think comic book movies didn't have uh, a confirmed, like, interest market at that time. It was just Batman, it came out, so we're just starting to get it. And I feel Uh like Darkman doesn't stand out in the crowd from afar. And even when you watch it, Uh when you've seen it, I think at that point, people were looking for Batman. So they didn't see this as a suitable uh, replacement. It was much more comic book uh, in its own way. You know, like it's very flashy. Yeah. It's very tacky in its in a, approach to being a comic book movie. And then as, as sure. audience got more adjusted to it, like once we got Spider-Man and other films uh, in the 2000s that are more comic booky, I do think Darkman probably would have gone better. But at this point, it was 10, 15 years old. And no one was going to yeah. go back to it and be like, oh, yeah, maybe this one was actually worth watching. At that point, we were getting so much that like we didn't need to go back for it, you know. I think yeah. I think the mass audience just didn't have a need to go back to a comp- to like a 10, 15 year old comic book movie that. It's not a comic know, book movie. Oh well, yeah, no, not a comic book movie. Exactly, that's what I meant to say. A superhero movie yeah. that isn't based on a comic yeah. book. Well, because earlier you said why is this not always remembered mm-hmm. as Spider Man? It's because Spider Man is starring Spider Man. Right, that's true. That's another thing superhero, too. Arguably ever. Right. Um, yeah, it definitely doesn't have a lot of those, like, easy clicks. But honestly, um... But at the same time, this is starting with Liam Neeson and, um... Chris McDormand in a very early role. You think that would attract people? Right. I think the cult audiences are gonna love this one. Me and David have talked about many times what makes a good cult movie. And I think this one does have all the good fixings because, like, it has the... It has that super over-the-top aspect where, like, it can't be... Once you've seen it, you can't forget it. It's very, like, in your face. 
but at the same time, like, it just had, has just enough features that are very easy to shrug it off in terms of it being, oh, this is just bad, and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. So I think, like, the people who appreciate it appreciate it for its insanity, which is also like, the same you, reason why people dislike it, you know? Yeah. Everyone and no Everywhere. Um, Exactly. <laughs> um, and then in that scene, the final shot is him with a new face, and that face is Bruce Campbell. That's a quite the um, cameo too. That one, I, I didn't. It's I don't one know of my I, favorite cameos of all time. That's a great cameo. I don't think I realized it was Bruce Campbell first time I watched it, which I don't know how I didn't catch that. But the no, second time I watched it, I'm like, you, oh. he's such a distinct man. I know. Doing? I don't know how I didn't. Like then I saw it again. I'm like, whoa! Yeah. Holy crap! I still. I think. I think the only thing. I think this movie's incredible. I think the only thing that could have made it better is I think Bruce Campbell would have been better in this role than Lewis. Because this part where he's like, they took my hand. Just thinking back to Evil Dead. You know, Evil Dead 2. Just thinking about how Bruce Campbell would be like, he talked with Like, he would have gone somewhere and gone talk with which would have fit the vibe. Not saying Liam Neeson, but Liam Neeson is hilarious in this. I don't know if it's intentional. But he's very funny. <laughs> right. You know, he's, he's quite good. And I think he's great in that. But I do think Bruce Campbell in this movie. I think, uh, I, I think as well, one of the scenes that made me realize Liam Neeson was the guy for this role was the scene where he put on the metal hat and was like, look at the dancing freak. Ah, ha, ha. That was probably. That was probably. Uh, that was the moment I realized this movie was a good movie, you know? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, let's be honest. Bruce Campbell probably could have done it just as good, if not better. He's, no, no, you're right. Bruce Campbell. You can tell this movie was written with Bruce Campbell in mind. <laughs> you can tell. Yeah, I get that. It's a lot of moments where I'm like, yeah, I can see this with Bruce Campbell and it being played a bit differently. Right. Yeah, no, I get that for sure. Um, definitely, yeah. definitely a banger. Um, oh, so good. So, does anybody have any final things they wanted to address that we haven't talked about before we uh, do a couple of final concluding thoughts, concluding questions, and, you know, wrap things up in a bow? Does anybody have any final thoughts they wanted to address or any thought, any scenes? I'll bring back Darkman. That's true, Darkman. Darkman, we need like. I, I think if we. I feel like Darkman, this character could be brought back in a very interesting way, perhaps. Right. I mean, they're remaking everything nowadays. Like, I don't really want a remake. Maybe, I think. I wonder if it's ever going to turn it. <laughs> yeah. It, it, oh, wait. Just think. Um, like, Army of Darkness found a bunch of comic books. I actually own Army Hush Saves Obama. I'm not making that up. I own a comic book, an Army of Darkness um, Evil Dead comic book called Ash Saves Obama. That's a or Ash deal. Saves Obama. Yeah, that's a ring. And dang, those indie comics, so, they're um, really pushing the boundaries. Yeah, he knew Obama's in it. His face is on the cover. It's great. It looks like there were Darkman comics, man. I get that. Any other thoughts? Darkman comics? I don't... Yeah, I there Darkman were Darkman comics, too. Go ahead. I think I heard everything I, I wanted to say. That's what. So, I will ask. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask Logan one question that we tend to end up asking when we do these podcast episodes. We do thanks things because I want Logan's take on this. So, <laughs> how Logan would you implement the Rock into this film if we did a modern? I movie? would not. <laughs> well, if someone forced if you. If we had to. Let's see here. Let's see here. Let me give me a second to think this through. <laughs> I think of which character could the rock play. Um, rock probably wouldn't make a great giant. Um, definitely can't be Dark Man. I'm sorry, the rock, but it's just a no go from me. He could probably be the love interest if we make Dark Man gay. Um, <laughs> I don't know if The Rock would be okay with that. That goes against his. That goes against no, his I don't think The Rock would like that. Really well. Um, I'm gonna say he can be Gun Gunfoot Man. <laughs> the guy with the rock girl in this film. Yeah, no lines. It's hot, and it'd be like a camera. It'd be The Rock too. I know The Rock doesn't like that shit, but he's gonna fuck himself. You know, like <laughs> he, his career is falling down. By the time we get a Dark Knight remake, I feel like. The Rock might have fallen to that place. 
people are starting to get people are starting to get tired of the rock. And then he he'll he'll need roles like gun leg guy. Yeah. Alright. That's that's a valid one. Uh David, what do you think? Yeah, as the resident rock expert. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely think uh the rock could 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 uh be the main character in this movie. Just 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 imagine. You know, like all he has left are <laughs> like Imagine, he doesn't have his muscles left anymore. Like, like who is he? Oh, actually, you're right. Like, what if we just remade this entire movie, but rather than losing his face, he loses his arms, and it's like no one recognizes him. It's like, who is this guy? Like, the skinny dude who looks sort of like the Rock. He doesn't have his muscles. What the hell? It would be very dramatic. That's I just found out there are Darkman versus Ash comic books. I suppose that makes sense, since it's, you know, more Sam Raimi. Yeah, but, no, but yeah, Ash, Ash really did save the bomber that one time. Valid, valid. Um, yeah. Well, that's, like, that was kind of the main concluding question I wanted to ask. Um, well, I want to thank you, Logan, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Um, we always uh, so we appreciate it. Thank you so much, David. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think, Sorry. I, think That's regardless, what I, I think regardless of like the the our opinions and the all kind of varying opinions, I do think we can safely say we finally put a movie on the podcast that isn't, you know, a hundred percent garbage. Which is a win, right? I think that's a win. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'll come back anytime if I want. This was fun. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you so Just much for joining find us. Find a mo- find movies like this and bring me on. Absolutely. And so me and David can argue over <laughs> what we want in movies. I feel like that's a good dynamic. I, I also, I'm <laughs> predicting it now. If anyone from film fans listen to this, they're going to be like, wait a minute, Logan argued with himself the entire time? What the hell? <laughs> oh, yeah, have, I don't think he sounds like me in that one. I don't think I so mean, either. I feel like as time... I mean, granted, I've known David for you know a decade. I think the last time we were recording, we actually sounded more like each other than we Oh, David, is David's voice getting more mature? David, are you finally hit, like, know. you know, I don't know, this is post-puberty? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not even saying that most of my English voice changed. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know. I think it depends on the, I think it depends on the audio quality, too. Like, it just how, just how, like, sure. your your voice sounds in a mic. That kind of thing. Yeah, I'm talking through my uh, Bluetooth headphones, like, so. Right. Well, thank you for joining us. We do really appreciate it. Um, anytime we can, like I said, anytime we can get a guest on to chat about movies, we will always have that. Um, uh, you guys are welcome to come, Connie. You're welcome to come back on film broadcast anytime. Oh, I'm sorry, David. That really starts back up. Oh, David, of course, too. I guess. No, you're both welcome to come on the film. The Dark Man thing really drew a wedge between you guys. No, no. We're talking about Dark Man two and three. Absolutely. Right. I absolutely yeah. will. I do really want to watch those. I think if right, if me and David can watch those two together at some point, and then you watch them, and we can somehow get that episode done to talk about the sequels, I think <laughs> there's a lot of content there. That'd be so funny. I think there's even content. I think it would be great. Absolutely. Well, appreciate you joining uh, us. Uh, all right. All right, listeners, check us out on Instagram. What's that smell underscore you thinking again? If we ever miss an episode, you guys will be the first to know. Uh, I've been Connor. This has been David. And this has been Logan. And thank you guys for listening yeah. to yet another episode of the podcast that we entitle, David. What's that smell you thinking again?